You're listening to Spice Radio, 1200 AM. This is The Morning Buzz, and we are now speaking to BC Premier David Eby on the BC Budget. Premier Eby, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thanks for having me. So please tell us, what was the main focus of this particular budget? Uh, The focus of this budget is the priorities of British Columbia that we've heard over and over again, strengthening our public health care system so people get a family doctor so the hospitals are strong and people get the care they need when they need it addressing affordable housing and, uh, and increasing homelessness that people are seeing in their communities, helping people at the cost of daily life, uh, you know, with direct supports for people around costs that they're facing, uh, and building a strong economy uh, as well as making our community safer uh, and healthier. So those priorities uh, keep coming up again and again and again uh, when uh, talking to people in communities uh, across the province, uh, no matter whether they're in big cities or small cities, and that's what this budget is focused on. Mm-hmm. And Premier, you know, housing affordability, like you said, it continues to be an issue. Many advocates are saying people's highest monthly expenses takes up more and more of their personal budget. So how does the B.C. budget address housing affordability? Well, there are big uh, system changes around housing uh, that are supported with the budget, and there's just direct uh, building of new housing. So thousands of new student housing beds, uh, thousands of new homes directly built by B.C. housing. Uh, for renters, middle-income families, and uh, seniors and others. But the system changes around, like, Surrey Langley SkyTrain, for example, we're buying land near transit development to ensure that the people who uh, are living close to transit stations are the people who actually take transit uh, to provide increased affordability when we put that big public investment into a transit system, that we own the land near it to build that more attainable uh, housing uh, uh, right near that uh, station. We're also working with cities to speed up their permitting process uh, so that when someone wants to build new housing that we desperately need, that they're not tied up for years. And we're doing the same thing on the provincial side. Um, and, uh, and we're also uh, going right at homelessness and encampments. Uh, you know, people are seeing more and more folks living outside in tents uh, in different parts of the province uh, and, uh, and identifying those folks, going there, working with them to get them inside, uh, combined with a, a historic investment in mental health and addictions um, should make a real difference in terms of what people are seeing in the streets of their communities right now. And talking about that, there's been more than one billion which has been earmarked for the mental health supports, and uh, that includes some capital investments in this budget as well. That's right. A lot of people point to the, the closure of the Riverview mental health facility at uh, uh, in Coquitlam, as uh, the start of a pretty significant problem of people with serious mental health and addiction issues living in our streets. Uh, And so um, this has uh, immediate uh, investment, uh, 190 beds in phase one uh, through the Canadian Mental Health Association that we're doing, but also longer term, we're opening uh, uh, intensive mental health and addiction uh, residential facilities across the province. Uh, and uh, there's, uh, there's actually a, a model that we're drawing from called Redfish that's in Coquitlam. It's on the old Riverview site. Uh, it's been very successful, uh, adding uh, uh, hundreds of new beds uh, across the province to respond to this crisis. Mm-hmm. And Premier, one of the biggest announcements too is making prescription contraception free for all residents. What does this mean for British Columbians? Well, uh, you know, whether uh, whatever type of uh, contraception that, uh, that British Columbians are using, uh, uh, this budget uh, covers that cost that people are facing. So on average, it's about $30 a month uh, in cost that people are facing, and, uh, and over a lifetime, you know, it's about $10,000. So it's 
So this will make a difference for uh, people across the province in terms of their monthly budgets. And there are too many uh, women who have had to say, look, I, I can't afford uh, to, to get birth control. I need to pay the rent or I need to get food or whatever the issue is. Uh, this is a, a basic human rights, human dignity issue. It's, a, it's, about, um, it's about women's rights uh, and recognizing that uh, it's a big priority for our government, and uh, and uh, we're really proud of it. And, and interestingly, you know, uh, of the whole budget, this is something that really, uh, really, um, uh, really resonated, and 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 especially young people uh, in the province really heard uh, that our government is there to support them. So, uh, so it's a it's a proud piece of the budget, uh, but just one part of an important budget that invests in people. And as a woman, I must thank you for that one. Another very major financial relief is for the post-secondary students. Some major concessions there as well. Yes. So one of the things that we've uh, seen is uh, is from housing to just the cost of going to school uh, that a lot of students have been struggling. Uh, and so this budget has thousands of units of student housing uh, that will be built uh, across the province. But also, we've increased the amount uh, that students can access through student loans. We've incre- increased access to grants and bursaries. And those student loans, keep in mind, we got rid of the interest on those student loans uh, a couple of budgets ago. Uh, and, uh, and so it's, um, it's, a, it's an amount of money that hasn't increased uh, for more than a decade. Uh, and a lot of students, we've, we were hearing reports about students needing to go to food banks on campus, for example, because the costs are so tight for them. Uh, so we hope it makes post-secondary education more available for people, that they can go to college, they can go to university, uh, because we know uh, our economy is growing so quickly. Uh, we're going to add a million new jobs over the next 10 years, and we need people to have those skills to be able to take those jobs. And, and going to college or university is one of the ways that, that they can get those skills. And finally, Premier EB, I think one of the interesting uh, things to come out of this budget, too, is the renter's rebate. We know that Vancouver particularly continues to set records of being one of the places with the highest rents. Uh, how will it address that particular issue? Well, you know, when, when we're going after rising rents, what we really need to do is build a lot more rental housing. Uh, we had 100,000 people to our province last year and uh, communities like Vancouver, Surrey, up the Fraser Valley. Uh, are seeing the vast majority of that growth. So we need to build a lot more rental housing. But in the meantime, we know renters are under huge stress. So this um, this is a tax credit. It's $400 a year, up to $400 a year. Uh, renters between, uh, it's about 80% of renters across the province are going to benefit from this. Uh, and uh, it's, uh, it's geared to income. Uh, so uh, the, uh, the credit ends uh, after $8,000 annual salary. Um, so uh, just having a little bit of extra money to help people uh, is, uh, is a way we want to recognize that, you know, there is a homeowner's grant, for example, uh, and renters didn't get recognized in the same way. So we're trying to make it a little bit more fair. Premier Eby, want to thank you so much for your time. You take care. Thank you so much for having me.